Welcome to module six of the Corporate Transparency Act course. And in this module, I want to go over just how subjective and vague this law is in a lot of ways and why I'm so concerned about this, especially in the light of what government agency is overseeing this law. So um, let's talk about just, just a few spots in the law that are very vague. For example, when we're talking about beneficial ownership in a previous module, you know, they have a, again, a very vague and a very subjective reference to any other form of substantial control. Well, they don't give us any guidance as to what that is. They don't specifically state what that is. So it's like when you're you're playing poker and you are the only you have you choose the wild card right so if you know uh one eye jacks or whatever that gives you special powers and but they don't the other people don't know what it is only you know what what that uh uh wild card is so you can use that at your to your advantage whenever you want but this is serious stuff this is not just losing a, a hand in poker you know what is it what is any other form of substantial control? And who is the judge and jury? Well, it's FinCEN, right? FinCEN makes this up. They put this very vague and subjective uh, point of the law in here, and they're the ones that interpret it. So we're always going to be behind the eight ball when it comes to that, which I don't like at all. Another thing about beneficial ownership is where they state that you know anybody who you know, anybody that influences decisions in the company. Again, it's not stated who. So they can decide that someone else is there. And remember the way this is set up. We just covered this in the penalties errors, you know, the penalties um, section or module of this course. And senior officers, you, the business owner, you can be held liable for that. All the all the penalties, even though and they they can arbitrarily decide. Well, we think this person has you know influences some decisions, so therefore, this person has to report. What if it's your wife or your husband? You ever think about that? You know, you may it did not occur to you that that person needs to be um, you know that, that that person influences control or influence some decisions you make. They could very well come down and say. Uh, you, your spouse did not report, was not reported as a beneficial owner. Therefore, you are willfully non-compliant. And you may think that's no big deal, but if they go after you, those are the kind of things that they're going to cite when you, if they, if they, if they freeze your account or they seize your assets or worse, they try to, you know, try to go forward with criminal charges, then that's they're going to use those subjective and vague things to justify why they won't give you the money back or unfreeze your assets or whatever. So that is just totally, totally scary and frightening and horrifying, frankly. Okay. Um, and then of course they, in the, in the uh, um, penalties uh, section that we talked about, well, they talk about willfully not reporting or failing to report. But who determines what willfully means? FinCEN does. You know, the organization, the department that oversees money laundering, they're the ones, the hatchet men, the people go after that and seize assets right and left. You know, they're making that decision about what does willfully mean. So 
if you okay, so they're gonna go after me for fifteen hundred dollars a daily fine instead of five hundred. Because why? Because they determine the willfulness or not, right? Uh, what about when money's frozen and assets are seized? You know, not by a court order, by FinCEN, by the way. You know, and, and actually banks, we'll get this in a future module, but banks are the ones that make those decisions now. That's been changed. That's coming in, in, in a module uh, later in this course. So you see, it's insane what's happening here. I have some experience. Uh, it's like being with an a, a abusive spouse or abusive father or mother. And I grew up with an alcoholic. He was a rageaholic and all this stuff. And I'm not going to get all touchy-feely here and recovery talk, but it's it's a good example. I, I found that this resonated with me when I was thinking about what this reminded me of. When you're in that type of a situation, you never know where you stand. Uh, you know, you... <laughs> You're constantly in fear of when the other shoe is going to drop. And that person, that abuser, is always, always has the power. You have no power. You can't change your mind or anything. So that's what we're in. Basically, the Corporate Transparency Act has put all of us business owners and, and, and uh, investors, we're now in that type of an abusive relationship. And we never, ever know where we stand and where they can drop the hammer on us and we have no rights, right? I can tell you this, that when I was able to get away from that crazy environment, you know, just physically removing myself did such a world of good for me. But, you know, thinking about this, what if you, you know, if you, you may think that you have no choice, but why would you voluntarily submit to this if you can, if there's a legal way to remove yourself from this environment and not put yourself in that kind of crazy situation where the shoe can drop any any day without warning. So as we move forward in this course, keep thinking about that and it'll be important. You'll see it when that module comes up. So in the meantime, I'll see you in the next module.